Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Our thoughts are so powerful. If we don't control them, they can lead us to believe some pretty crazy lies. I struggled with my thoughts for so many years, especially when it came to the area of fear. Even after I became a Christian, I would watch all kinds of scary movies and then wonder why I had to fight off fear all the time. I was so afraid to even go outside in the dark by myself. I was always afraid. However, that's not the only kind of fear that I had to deal with. Another type of fear that controlled me, literally controlled me, was the fear of rejection. I didn't grow up in a Christian family. I didn't have a home that was loving and caring. I never even heard the words, I love you, from my family until I was in college. I felt rejected. I felt abandoned. I felt like I wasn't wanted, that nobody liked me. And I had all of these fears and all of these things that were controlling my life. I remember thinking over and over and over again, all the people who were supposed to love me didn't love me, or all the people who were supposed to love me would eventually leave me. And it caused me to think things like, what's wrong with me? I would tell myself all kinds of lies, like I'm not good enough. I'll never measure up. Nobody will ever love me. Nobody will ever want me. And those lies caused me to close myself off and put up some pretty tall walls around myself. You may have heard me share before how I had the same group of friends from the time I was in kindergarten all the way through my senior year of high school. We were friends for 13 years, yet not one of them knew who I really was. Not one of them knew what I was dealing with at home. Well, that wasn't exactly their fault. Because of the lies that I had told myself, I was great at putting on a mask. I was great at pretending to be somebody that I was not in order to get them to quote unquote, like me. I never really even gave them a chance to even get to know the real me. And of course, because I had on that mask, when I was alone at my home, I would tell myself things like, if they knew the real me, they wouldn't want to be my friends. Or I'd even tell myself things like, wow, they don't really care about me. If they did, they'd try to get to know me a little bit better. They'd actually try to get to know the real me, even though I was the one that was really at fault and not them. Because I had a mask on, they didn't even know what was going on behind the scenes. But those were lies that I kept telling myself over and over again, that my friends really weren't friends. Ladies, we're talking about this now because I don't want you to have to suffer through life because you didn't realize that you right now, right where you are as a teen girl, have the power on the inside of you 
because Jesus gave it to you to take control of your thoughts. You don't have to live with those thoughts that have been plaguing you, those thoughts that have been pulling you down that make you feel awful and make you feel like you're the only one that walks through these challenges. On last week's episode of the Uncommon Team Podcast, we talked about the woman with the issue of blood and how she had taken control of her thoughts and how it led her to complete healing. And the same thing is true for you. God's word is amazing. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 through 5 says, Our weapons of warfare are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. All right, so let's talk about that verse for a minute. Our weapons of warfare. There is a battle that is going on on the inside of our minds every single day. The enemy is so great at putting thoughts in our minds that try to pull us away from God, that make us feel like we're nobody, that try to isolate us and make us feel like nobody cares about us. However, God has given us his word to pull down strongholds, to cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Basically, what that saying is those lies that we have been believing about ourselves for a long time that we're having a hard time overcoming, those lies that you're not good enough, you'll never measure up, nobody could love you, you're weird, or whatever other lie that you've believed that has plagued you for a long time. Those lies, every thought that comes into your head that is opposite of what God is saying about you, God has given you the power through his word to overcome it. And he has given you the power through his word to change those thoughts so that they line up with what he says about you. The reason this is so important is because have you ever heard someone say something like, you can't get close to that person. They have put up so many walls. That's exactly what strongholds do to us. That word stronghold in the Greek means fortress. Think about a castle from like the Middle Ages. Those castles have massive walls that surround them to keep out the enemy, right? That's the same thing that's true with strongholds. Only the problem with strongholds is they act as a prison keeping you locked inside. When in reality, if you have given your life to Jesus, he's already made you free and he's given you the keys to unlock the door to the prison that is holding you captive in your mind. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that God's word is living. It's powerful. It's active and effective in changing our lives. Nothing else can transform our lives like the Bible can, because it is the true living word of God. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world. Don't take on their culture as your own, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We become transformed as we renew our mind to the word of God and choose to start seeing ourselves as God sees us so that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God that's for you. That last part, so you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God is for you, that means that the more you renew your mind to what God says about you, the more your life will become transformed, the better it will get. It will go from good to better to even better. That is the amazing transformation power that the word of God holds. We take control of our thoughts. By renewing our minds to start thinking like God thinks. We do this by first learning what it is that God says in his word. 
But in order to do that, we have to know what his word says, right? So what does it say? Philippians 4, 6-9 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. The Word of God tells us not to be anxious, but to go to God with a thankful heart and say, God, I thank you that you are showing me how to walk out this life. I thank you that the areas that I'm having a challenge in, Lord, that you're helping me to walk through these areas. I thank you, Lord, that you have given me your peace that passes all understanding. I don't even understand how I have it, but it's guarding my heart and it's guarding my mind through Christ Jesus. Then those verses in Philippians 4 goes on to say in verses 8 and 9, think about things that are true. What is truth? The word of God is truth. Ladies, as much as this world is telling us, our feelings aren't necessarily truth. Yes, they are real. They are there. I totally get that. We all have them. But our feelings aren't necessarily the truth. God's word is the highest form of truth. This world is screaming at you, telling you who you should be and how you should feel and how you should act. And it confuses our feelings. When we're focused on those things, we start to think, man, I'm not supposed to be this way. I'm supposed to be like this. The world says this, and so many people are yelling these things. Even some churches have really teamed up with the culture and have gone away from the Bible, and it can be confusing. That's why when I mention these verses, I want you to look them up, and I want you to think about them and ask God what they mean. John 17, 17 says, and this is Jesus praying to God. Jesus is saying, sanctify them, God, by your truth. Your word, Lord, is truth. Then it goes on to say, think about things that are honest and respectful. Does what we're thinking about honor God and who he says that we are? Does it honor our parents? Does it honor the people around us? Does it honor the people who are mean to us? You may not want to hear this, but Matthew 5, 43 through 44 says, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy, right? That's what this world says. If they're nice to you, be nice to them. If they're mean to you, be mean to them. However, that's not what God says. Now, Jesus goes on to say, but I say to you, love your enemies. Ouch. <laughs> Bless those who curse you. Ouch. <laughs> Do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Sometimes we'll have thoughts in our head when people do things to us that are mean. But I encourage you, change those thoughts and begin to pray for those people who are mean to you. Ladies, they need Jesus. They need to know that they are loved beyond measure and they are hurting on the inside and that's why they act like they do. They think that They can find happiness and joy in the things that are around them, in the culture. But the only place that you can find true joy is in a relationship with Jesus. And they need Jesus so bad. So I encourage you, pray for them. Then Philippians 4, 8, 9 go on to say, think about things that are just or right. If we have negative thoughts towards someone, how can we change those thoughts and make them positive? For example, my mom just doesn't understand me. Well, is that really the truth or do you just not like what she has to say? Maybe we could change our thought to, I know that my mom means well. I know that she loves me, but I just don't understand right now. 
And then go to God and talk to him about it. Then it goes on to say, think about things that are pure or clean. Think about things that are lovely or pleasing to God. Think about things that are of good report. And the good news is what? Even if there's a negative circumstance and something happened and it's not right and it hurts, try to find the good news in it. Well, the good news is, praise God, you know, find the little things. Think about things that are virtuous, respectful, kind, and gracious. Think about things that are praiseworthy. And then it goes on to say, meditate on these things. The word meditate means that anytime you find yourself thinking things that are go, anytime that you find yourself thinking things that go against what God says, turn those thoughts and start to think about what God says. Speak the word of God over your life. So practically, what does this look like? How do we do that? We found out what the Bible wants us to think about, but how do we do this? I want you to think about some of the areas that you struggle with when it comes to your thought life. Find out what God's word says about those areas and start to pray and speak them over your life. For example, if you struggle with anger, Proverbs 15, one says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Lord, help me to take a breath and to calm down before I answer when I'm feeling angry so that I'm not using harsh words and stirring up more anger. If you're struggling with anxiety, Isaiah 26.3 says that when we trust in God to take care of us, and when we choose to keep our mind focused on Him and His Word, He will keep us in perfect peace. You can pray, Lord, right now I'm walking through something crazy, but I'm choosing to trust You. Thank You, Lord, for Your peace as I walk through this time. If you're struggling with confidence, Philippians 4.13 says that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. So you can pray, Lord, right now, I'm a little bit scared. But I thank you, Lord, that because you're with me, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you struggle with depression, Nehemiah 8.10 tells us to not let our hearts be grieved or depressed. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. So you can pray, Lord, I'm struggling with depression right now. I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Lord, help me to see that joy in the small things today. In Jesus' name. Now, these are just a few of the ways that you can use the Bible to pray for what you're struggling with. One thing to remember, though, is no matter where you're at in your walk with God, when you reach out to God, He will always meet you right where you are. If there's a specific area that you've been struggling with that I didn't mention here, but you're not really sure if there's a verse in the Bible about it, please feel free to reach out to me and ask me. You can reach out to me through the Uncommon Teen app. If you don't have that downloaded, you can download that at uncommonteenapp.com. Click on the tab that says connect with Jamie and feel free to ask. I would love to share verses with you that you can speak over and pray over your life. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you. I hoped it helped you to realize that you can take control of your thoughts, that God has an amazing life planned for you. And this culture is trying to yell at you and trying to pull you away from God and pull you away from his peace and his joy. But with God, he always comes with his peace and his joy just for you. All right. So as we say every week, I want you to repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me.
All right, ladies, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. Just a quick note, the Bible study for friends is now closed. Be on the lookout because in the fall, we will be opening up the doors to our next Bible study and we would love to have you as a part of it. Have an incredible week and we will see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging, but God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and he really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I'm just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.